there'll be sun. Just thinking about tomorrow clears away the cobwebs and the sorrow till there's none. When I'm stuck with a day <laughs> that's gray and lonely, I just stick out my chin and this? grin and say, oh. The sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking go. Catching up with Turtle, episode six is here. And let me tell you, it's been a hell of a week. Slightly agitated, just dropped probably one of my favorite episodes that we did. It's kind of a shit show, but it wasn't my fault this time. Your boy Turtle actually stayed a little bit sober for that one, and someone else ended up kind of going a little crazy. So definitely go take that a listen. That's going to be dropping on the 16th, which is technically tomorrow. We're recording on the 15th. And the bump card actually just dropped an episode about WrestleMania. Um, their topic was basically talking about if WrestleMania 1 through 12 was a two-day WrestleMania, the way that they do WrestleManias now. Um, and Forgive me, I know I've born, bored you with some episodes in the past with things that some people probably don't want to listen to, but we are going to be having a WrestleMania episode here in the next couple weeks because WrestleMania is coming up, and again, it's better than Super Bowl weekend, 100%. And so, as far as this week, I've actually got, I've got a special guest. I don't know how to introduce this man. He's... I've I've known this guy for Jesus Christ at least seven years now, if not more. But we've got my boy, the big steak, Benny the Bear, Vito, boy who looks like Bobby. <laughs> oh, we've got my buddy Vito here. Vito, big steak, how you doing? Big steak. Oh God. Oh yeah. Okay, he might go very gimmicky, guys. Just like, just bear with, bear with, bear with him, like Benny the Bear. <laughs> let's, let's calm the fuck down here a little bit, okay? Are we far enough to the podcast that we can say the fuck word? Well, you started out with "Let's fucking go." So let's you go. can you can say whatever. This is the rule of the podcast. You can say whatever you want that you're comfortable having on the internet. Oh, so don't get myself canceled. Got it. Yeah, ex well, yeah, exactly. I'll get supported for shitting on you. So, <laughs> let's start off the Benny the Bear thing, all right? I've already taken a lot of shit for the Benny the Bear gimmick on the internet before, and it wasn't my idea. I was made to do it. I was young, and I needed the money, all right? <laughs> We're not doing that anymore. No, no. This sounds like prostitution. <laughs> I was it essentially prostitution without getting paid? That was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I had to clear that up for everyone. So... I apologize, but it, Vito here is a professional wrestler, as most of my friends are, 
And he used to, when we say gimmick, that's just another word for, that's a wrestling word for character. And he had, do you want to explain your Betty the Bear gimmick? My God. Yeah. (laughs) So sometimes in wrestling, you uh, work for someone who decides that you need more personality. You as a person isn't good enough. So they make you do shit. Okay. And you don't want to do that shit. But it's either that or you get to sit on your couch and knitting sweaters. You don't get to do shit. Or you don't get to do any of your shit. Okay. And so I was made to be Benny the Bear. Okay? And it's exactly what it sounds like. Read between the lines. <laughs> I nearly got canceled for this. And I eventually broke free of it. I had to I had to pretend to be gay and very flamboyant too. And um my heart wasn't in it because uh yeah, I'm not gay. So I wasn't good at it. But um <laughs> they, they, made me, <laughs> they made me do it. There were some funny moments. And there were some uh, moments that uh, the internet didn't appreciate. And so we don't do that anymore. I was in my 20s. I've already apologized. I was in my 20s. I was. Jesus Christ, it was that long ago. It was that long ago. I've already apologized repeatedly and profusely. And uh, yeah, um, Davon here seems to uh, be a big fan of that gimmick. Um, There were some moments. There were some good moments. Oh, don't don't single me out. I'm not the only one who loved Benny the Bear. You seem to bring it up more. There often. are a lot of because I want to bring back Benny the Bear, and I'm dedicated to trying to do it. I actually still have to show Bailey Benny the Bear because I tried explaining it to her, and I was not doing a good job. It's, and I think she just needs to see it. It's difficult to explain. Imagine, <laughs> imagine a straight guy trying to be a gay guy and being offensively a flamboyant very, gay very, guy very flamboyant very flamboyant for those that haven't seen me i at the time probably weighed 380 pounds jesus really yeah and um uh, i'm a big gigantic bald white guy okay <laughs> actually you know giant bald white dude is how they introduced me in vegas a couple weekends ago because <laughs> the announcer didn't have a call sheet it's <laughs> The, That's announcer, so fucked the up. announcer, who was a, a drag queen from Vegas named Puyo, um, <laughs> didn't have the call sheet and just started like describing people how they looked. And Puyo was like, oh, big, giant, bald, white guys in the ring now. <laughs> and I would talk to Puyo after the match. I was like, so that was funny, but why? Oh, no, they didn't give me a call sheet. Okay, well, it's a big, giant, bald, bald white guy is how they describe me in Vegas, apparently. But beyond the point, I was a big, giant, bald, white guy wearing like an orange bodysuit. Oh, God. We forgot about the orange bodysuit. Okay. You brought it back? No. Is this a new one? No. No, I'm talking about Benny the Bear. Yeah. No, the orange bodysuit's gone. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying you wore that in Vegas. No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. The orange bodysuit days are gone. Now, I'll remind y'all, 380 pounds, all right? I wore a bodysuit. I was insecure. Now, I'm older, and I don't give a fuck. So, I'm older, lighter, and I don't give a fuck. So no more bodysuit. Now I actually wear like, you know, athletic looking clothing. But you try to look like Derek without being Derek. You wear the singlet. Not anymore. Do you wear a singlet? No, I haven't done the singlet for a couple of years now. What are you wearing now, actually? I haven't been to a show in a minute. I actually do um Not since I, the big steak stuff. Um I actually you've missed all the big steak stuff? I've missed all of the big oh, steak come, stuff. Come out this weekend. I got some shit for you, all right? Um, oh god we're gonna talk about some shit i did this past week that didn't sound gay at all no, it ain't gay. it's <laughs> funny though um no so like i did um so i used to wear just like a straight up singlet it'd be like usually black with like orange trim or like stripes or whatever on it yeah um, change it up from time to time 
But a couple years ago, I started, um, I started doing uh, more of like a, a vest type thing. Like, uh, you know, those, um, those sleeveless hoodies that people wear when they go lift. <gasps> okay. Yes. Yeah. I know. I've so seen I, your pictures. So I, so I have a few of those. Um, the current one that I wear most often is, um, custom made. It's got a logo that was actually custom made from multiple fabrics by hand, which is really cool. I do like it. And it's, yeah, it's really nice. And it's got a really, really good hood. It's a hood that actually fits my head and which is unusual because I've got a giant fucking head. And, um, but yeah, no, that's what I, I usually wear that as a top gear. Bottom gear is usually, um, I had some cargo pants made out of, uh, like a, uh, polyester lycra blend, like spandex basically. So they can stretch and whatnot. So I don't rip them when I go to do like a suplex or something. So it's usually that, or sometimes just straight up athletic shorts and knee pads with my boots. Yeah. So no, it's been a minute since I've been to a wrestling show. Yeah. So and I know your gimmicks that you're going through and stuff like that. You guys talk enough about it, but yeah, no, I have not gone up to a show and have seen everybody in a minute. Yeah. The gear started out as uh, as black and white as a, okay. It was a taker singlet. So it was a singlet, but with long legs, like Undertaker wears. Mm, okay. I know what you're and, talking about. Black and white checkers. Straight up. That was the first, that was the first uh, gear I wore for the first few shows. Okay. And that's when I bought a real singlet. And then the real singlet, um, I didn't Genetti look singlet. I didn't look too good. So then um yeah, it was it was a Genetti singlet. <laughs> it didn't look too good. It was a regulation collegiate wrestling singlet, all right, because that's what I was used to being a collegiate wrestler back in the day. But that was about a hundred pounds before that. And then hence the uh, orange bodysuit came into play, which was a singlet with an orange bodysuit on underneath it. And there were chants of uh, the great pumpkin in the crowd. And then Benny the Bear happened. <laughs> and I was Benny the Bear, I do the great pumpkin. That. I um Oh, I shouldn't laugh. I got into a feud with an evil with an evil preacher. Imagine that. I'm supposed to see him this weekend. Well, he was an evil preacher at the time. <laughs> Whatever. Deacon's always been a good guy. I don't want to hear it from you. And he told well, okay, he hit me with a fucking Bible, all right? In the head. I mean, that sounds like a man of God to me. And then he yelled, The power of Christ compels you. Okay? <laughs> all right. Okay, that's this. This is how offensive this gimmick got. This all right, how bad it got. I was a flamboyant gay dude who kept getting beat up by a priest. Okay, all right. So just a priest twice my age and half my size. All right. Yeah, my God. Okay, so just so everybody knows, I think I've already explained enough. When it comes to wrestling, I feel like a lot of these pro wrestlers they like pushing a lot of the, they like pushing the envelope. Yeah, they like they like making things that you probably could not really do in real life, but they somehow make it work in wrestling. Yeah, the fact of a and so our our buddy that he's talking about, Deacon. he's an actual priest. Yeah, Deacon. I guess we can name him. We're not saying anything bad about him. No, he's an actual priest. Uh, he's or not not pastor, a priest, pastor, something like that. Yeah, he's an ordained pastor. He's like he's done a bunch of weddings. He actually, ordained he, weddings for a bunch of the wrestlers and things like that, but he is actually a man of God. Yeah, he gives sermons on Sunday and everything. Like he's straight up like a, a true blue, legitimate like pastor, preacher, <laughs> something to that effect. I can't remember which kind. And the fact that he's beating, even though it's just a character, because I'll be clear, I'll make jokes. Vito is a he's a straight white male. He's the epitome of what America wishes they would. My God. <laughs> America. <laughs> yeah, straight white. I got diabetes. You know? And he's got the diabetes. I got the diabetes. It's every it's the American dream. 
I on what everyone safe. wants. Okay, that's terrible. I do. <laughs> but he's pretending to be a gay guy, and this is the gimmick, is that we have a pastor who's literally beating you with the Bible you, because your character is gay. You know, I don't even know if that's really what the point of that all was. That's, that's how it came that's across. That's how it came off, yeah. Like, I don't know if the booker actually was thinking that, and then it happened, and then he was like thinking to himself, oh, shit, we better not post this on the internet. I don't know if that. I don't know if that's what the point was, but um, that's what happened. And then, um, and then I spent the next uh, year and a half in uh, tag team hell. So, um, and when I say tag team hell, that means I was an eight man and uh, six man tag matches for no reason um, for a long time. For a very long time. Well, you were also. I mean, and you were also injured. So, okay, I'm doing a terrible job at hosting right now because again. Vito's been a long buddy of mine. I think I'm pretty sure I'm right. It's been at least five to seven years that I've known you because I've known Bobby for about 11 years now. Been closer to 10. So you came in a lot quicker than I, I remember. I moved here in 2014. That was nine years ago. And I would have met them in, I just said it on my podcast with Martin. Probably like 2013, 2012, something like that. Because my son, yeah, it would have. Yeah, because my son was born 2011, mm -hmm. which was the same year that Tough Enough came out. Mm -hmm. And I think it was two years after that is when Gerson moved in. Yeah. So you would have, so yeah, yeah, I would have only, I would have only been around about two years before you got yeah. into the house. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I, um, I met Kazal uh, right after the Tough Enough thing. Because um, Bobby, my brother, Bobby Jackson, he's my brother, um, we're bearing the lead there a little bit. He would come down here and wrestle, even though he was living in Idaho with me. He would come down here and wrestle, and then uh, he came down here and moved down here, and I would come down to visit, and I would come to Kazal's house. And so I met them in like 2011, something like that. Okay. But I didn't start, but I didn't move down here and start coming over for parties and stuff until late 2014, early 2015. That's probably when I started coming over. So yeah, probably about a year and a half, two years after I started coming around. Yeah. Which is like that's just crazy to me. But, but Vito, Vito's been one of my good brothers for a long time, even though I need to get Bobby on because I need you guys to tell your stories on how much you guys hated me when you all first met me. Oh, for fuck's sake. And I've, I've broken you guys down want over episode? the years where I, I know you all love me now. Yep. I still drive you all nuts, but... <laughs> Y'all want an episode where it's just 45 minutes of two angry bald guys <laughs> just shitting on a New Yorker? Honestly, no, we are going to have to make that happen. I'm going to have to have you and Bobby on just... Jesus Christ. Yeah. Get me all Antoine caffeine, get, get a few gimmicks in Bobby, and we'll... Dude, we will we will shit on you mercilessly, and you're I, gonna post it, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, Turtle, they were so mean to you." Ooh. Maybe and then I'll we're get gonna be in the sympathy. fucking comments. We'll be in the fucking comments going, "No, he deserves it." Okay, you don't know him like we do. You, <laughs> you know, haven't experienced the shit that we've experienced with him. No, no, you you people you people know business, Davon. You know Turtle, all right. We <laughs> we know we know Saturday night at 11 p.m. Davon. Okay, big fuck difference. <laughs> okay oh god okay no i'm jotting that one down that's got to be an episode i need bobby on here also but no i need both of you on here we'll do a, a mini roast of turtle no oh. <laughs> you think it's gonna be a mini roast hey if you guys want to hear me cry i need you guys to go ahead and slide in my dms at dave on underscore turtle 
and let me know that you want to see me get roasted. Because if there's two guys that could roast me better than anybody else in this world, it is Vito and his brother Bobby. And it's uh, honestly, it's Gabe is actually another one. Gabe, if you get him in the right move, Landon, I, Landon could, but I don't think it would land because Landon just gets he gets sloppy. He gets mean. He gets he does over the top. Yeah, well, he's he's a actor and he gets um he gets very dramatic. Okay, maybe we need and, to get Landon on here and we just do a shit show on Turtle. Well, that what that would turn into is basically the roast of the roast of Nitrous. All right. That's what we're trying to. Every we time he tries to roast somebody, it gets turned around. Because he's I not. I don't know what it is. Like I've even been on his side before, and I've slowly been. Turned. <laughs> All right, he he tries so hard, and he's a really nice fucking guy. He's one of the best guys. And he'll he's... we'll be trying to roast somebody. I'll be all his back. I'll be a good brother. And next thing you know, I'm talking about how that one time he tried to cook fucking ramen noodles in the microwave and didn't put water in and burn the fucking microwave down. You know? Okay, and hold on. Is he? We're just talking about it. I'm roasting him. Is Landon the new Noah? No. <laughs> no. God, for reference, folks, Noah is a referee who's back, by the way. Um, oh, he Noah. is back back? He's back. He, he was back oh, in the last show. I miss my boy Noah. I missed the last show because I had something. We think RSV. We're not sure. It wasn't COVID. But I was I was sure sick. It's either was, COVID or it's something else. It wasn't COVID. I got tested, but I was still too sick to leave the house. So um, don't know what the hell it was, but it was rough. So I missed the show. And then what happened is, apparently, this show was the return of referee Noah and Dive Wrestling's new commentator, Tony Nova. Okay. Yeah, they both came back on the same night. So Trey told me about Tony coming back. Yeah. And I'm happy that he's back because he's one of probably the greatest wrestlers, if not people, that I've ever met through wrestling. No, he's not wrestling. He's not wrestling. I'm surprised he's back in the group, though. Because I know it was a big thing with him and the wrestling. Yeah, well, we're fucking happy to have him, so... No, I just, well, and he's going to be an amazing, he's going to be an amazing commentator. Actually, you know, the funny thing was that show, we debuted a new venue. We debuted, uh, Tony was, Tony came back. I don't know if he worked the show or not, but I think he was around for the show and like hung out with everybody. I'm pretty sure he did commentary because Trey was telling me, because I was asking if I come to the show, if they're going to need me for commentary. He says he's got enough. Well, no, he's doing commentary now. I don't know if he did commentary for this past show. And we all said. Oh, maybe they were talking about the Colorado guy, actually. We also brought in Chris. Who's a, That's, who's yeah. a new commentator. He's from Idaho. Um, he's an actor from Idaho. Um, so he's a new commentator um, as well. So we're good on commentary for a while. Good, because I and don't want to come and work the yeah, show, and I don't even know if I'm showing up this weekend. We got, you got to show up. I got some shit to show you, all right? You're going to see some shit. All right, I got a new move. Dude, I've got Will and Paco trying to get me to do this documentary for the 801 <laughs> District, and we might be doing a meeting on Saturday. And I've also got, I've also got um, Christy. You... Who wants me to go check out Evermore with her okay. for this project that we're talking about? Because that's where we're going to be doing the final scene. We're going to film Evermore. That's what she's wanting to do. If she can afford it, all right. If we got the budget for it, I cool. just and that's the thing. Okay, so I want to go to Evermore forever. So sorry, this is terrible podcasting because I can't. I'm not. I can. I'm not going to be giving out a lot of details. But we actually are be are working on a project for. Essentially, we're going to be making our own TV series. Who's in charge of this? Is it Christy? Yep. 
Okay. And so I can't give out a lot of details on what we're going to be doing or oh. the concept or anything. Why am I working for like five different production groups right now? Listen, motherfucker, I'm doing so many things right now. I've got two podcasts that I'm doing. I've got now this documentary that I'm directing, filming, and editing and not getting paid for. Yeah. Wait, 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 okay, hold on. Hold on a goddamn second. All right. Let's let's talk about this weekend. Wait, no. Okay? Christy already told me that I can't get paid. But wait, let's, go ahead. Let's talk about this weekend, okay? The, the 801 District documentary, you're not going to get paid for. Okay. So... Come to come to dive wrestling. I haven't asked to get paid yet. <laughs> you should probably ask to get paid. But here, let's let's think about it. Here are your options: come to dive wrestling and hang out with your brothers, right? See my new goddamn move. All right. Is we're there gonna... really a new move? Oh my god, we're gonna get that in a second. Then, <laughs> as I put my phone on silent, because I'm a constant goddamn professional. Not a professional, as constant. you guys can tell. And he wants me to come watch a new move that I'm. This is what I'm dealing with. And then we got uh, this piece of shit phone. It won't even. God damn it! We'll keep working on professional that. that has a shitty ass phone too. No, excuse me for being cheap. Now, frugal, frugal. I like frugal. Word. I was so, gonna say so another options, word, but we don't drop that on this podcast. No, I'm, I, I have a feeling I know what word it is. And I'm <laughs> um, no, so like your options are for free. Do a documentary about a couple of wrestlers from Utah. Come hang out with your good brothers at the new venue, dude. I and get... see Tony and referee Noah. Or go to Evermore with Christy James. Now, yeah, which, okay, which one, never which mind. Of, okay, no, nope, you're right. Think, which one of those three are you putting on the bottom? Fuck all, right? all of, fuck all of you. I'm gonna go hang out with Christy. Okay, I'll accept that. All right? <laughs> I'll accept but if that. I go, if I go hang out with Deacon Wool and Paco, see that's the thing. that's <laughs> no, no. See that's see that would that would insult me. All right, if you'd rather go hang out with them and do their documentary for free, I might add. Then come see us. I'll be offended if you'd rather go to Evermore with Christy. All right, I get that. Listen, I might try and hustle fucking Will out of buying me a laptop just to do this project, which well, I feel be, is like that would be getting paid. Payment enough? I mean, we're talking. I'm so talking you, about an hour, an hour and a half documentary. This is going to take me at least forty hours of my yeah. own time. Yeah. To do, but I've money. also I've never done any kind of editing or directing. Mm -hmm documentaries i haven't done any of that so christy i was talking to her yesterday because she was over here and i have no value i i, I i'm doing a favor for them but i have no value into what i know and how to do things so i really can't be asking of you, anything without a value did you let a woman plant an idea in your head that you have no value for Vito, do All you right. not do you not know me and the way that I've been abused my whole life? I'm just saying that sounds like abuse. All right. Yeah. Listen, I'm into certain kind of women that like to abuse me. Why do you think? I... Uh... <laughs> why do you think we're not going to name this person directly uh, in this conversation? Oh, yeah. But why do you think I, I I like the? Was it someone that I was speaking with earlier today? The psychological dominatrix. The psychological dominatrix. Oh yeah. It all makes sense now. You've got a type. Why do you think she's one of my best friends now? Yeah, you've got a type. I've got... <laughs> I'm a masochist. I I've... like being abused. I've got a type that's very different than yours. We have very different. Oh names. God! No! 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 What? I still haven't fully introduced you, and now we've just been riffing. But we're not going back into the conversation into you liking big boobed, gothic milfs that. Jesus Christ. What was the other thing? Goths, 
there was one more thing to it. Do you not? Do you not get the joke though? I do get the joke. It's all of them. <laughs> it's all of them. I don't have a type. <laughs> this is just going to dis- a very distinct discussion that we had a few weeks ago. But yeah, no, it's cool. I don't have a type either. Oh yeah, as you, long as they're abusive. Oh yeah, yeah, you don't have a type as long as they treat you like shit and tell you you're worthless. Okay, they don't treat me like shit. Christy they Jane's just... told you you're worthless, and you agreed with her. <laughs> All right, you agreed. She didn't say I was worthless. Oh yeah, <laughs> she said that I don't have any value when it comes to doing something that I've never done before. Okay, that's so, a valid point. Okay, so no value is a synonym for worthless. Oh God. Yeah, that's right. I pulled out. I pulled out the five dollar words. Oh God, I need to go to therapy. Sit Never in. mind. You I know what? Ther- I am your therapist. All right. No, you would be the worst therapist in the fucking world for oh, me. I'd be like, I'd be the therapist that just yells at you until you get your shit together. <laughs> Give me no tools, no nothing. Just tell me to be better Dr. constantly. <laughs> Doctor Vito, I just feel like I can't get my goals accomplished and get through my day without screwing something up. You know what? Maybe just suck less. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah no yeah. it's a good thing you're a pro wrestler and not a fucking therapist dude <laughs> i'm pretty sure the suicide rate in this county would fucking go up if you were a therapist i have empathy all right i can be nice to people yeah. i'm nice to my nieces okay fuck no kids don't count okay how can you not be nice to to the nieces that's true they're like they're impossible you know I, I literally could not. They could literally do the worst thing in the world. I could not yell at them. I could not discipline them. When we get there, I got a story about them. But um, it's a pretty goddamn funny story too. It's cute too. But um, if it has them too, and it doesn't surprise me. You know how I won them over because they were afraid of me when they first met me. Well, yeah, because you're a terrifying giant. Well, yeah, but you know how I won them over. Candy. Yeah. <laughs> I gave them Dunkaroos. And oh my sport, God! No, was, you didn't. It was Dunkaroos, brother. I haven't thought of Dunkaroos in forever, dude. Like I was, I was going over to the house, and I was like, I gotta get something for the girls. I gotta get them, get them, get them like a treat or something. One, maybe they'll start liking me, and two, I mean, they, they deserve a treat. And I'm walking through Winco, which for for those that don't live in this part of the country, Winco is like a grocery store around here. I'm walking through Winco, and I see Dunkaroos. They got a whole stand full of Dunkaroos. I'm like, shit. Well, let's get them some goddamn Dunkaroos, you know. And they loved them, and now they love me. See, they drew me pictures for my birthday. How how does it make you feel that you had to bring something to get them to like you where I just showed up? Well, they were terrified of me. Like, who would be terrified of you? I don't know. When you have gorgeous hair like me and you're somewhat brown. I can't say I'm brown. (laughs) I don't have any tan to me right now. Well, so here's the funny thing. (laughs) I think, honestly, I think it's... No, because the first... What? Is the first time I met them was WrestleMania? I don't know. Like you met them before I did, I think. Actually, come to think of it, I'm trying to think if Bailey was there. No, it would have been before then. It would have been before then. It had to have because that was bef- like that was like right that was like right before Sabrina's birthday. Yeah. I met them because yeah, I don't remember any kind of scaredness from them at all, and maybe it was because how I was interacting with Renee and Bobby. I don't know. Um, they were afraid of me, and I had to bribe them. So you know, analyze that. How um, do you, I don't understand. You're just you're a big teddy bear. Yeah, once you get to know me, <laughs> to, but to a tiny child, yeah. Yeah, I'm a I'm a six foot tall, three hundred plus pound giant bald dude 
with a scowl, with a permanent scowl on his face, who likes to yell at people. All right. I mean, you don't yell very often, I, Vito. To be honest, I think I've heard you yell. It it it, it takes a while nowadays. I've I've gotten better about. I it. I can think of one time, and it's boy who looks like Bobby Knight. Oh my god! And I actually don't even know if you officially yelled that night. I I know that was one of the times that you've gotten pissed. I might have yelled. I don't remember. Because we were drinking to try to avoid the situation at that point, and we'll get into the story because this is a this is a story. But <laughs> so story that was a hell of a night. Story about the nieces. All right, I was over. I was over at their place for Christmas, right? And so we're just, you know, we're just doing Christmas stuff. We did presents. We we had Christmas dinner. All this stuff. We're watching Christmas movies. Standard Christmas stuff. I'm over there, and um, I got a new dad joke. And it's not even a new dad joke. It's just one I haven't told them before. And it's one of my favorite dad jokes of all time. It's a very simple dad joke. And I love it. And I, and I walk up to the oldest one and I say her name. I'm like, hey, so I, I, I think I need a new ass. You know why? She's like, why? And I was like, because mine's got a crack in it. <laughs> you told me this. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> I love dad jokes, by the way. And... Normally, we bond over dad jokes. Like, they got me a dad joke card game for my birthday. Like, we bond over this shit. I do remember that. Yeah. But they, um, but she looks at me, she's like, that's not a very good one. And she walks away, which, made, of course, made the entire house just roar with laughter. Now, a few hours later, I'm feeling a little, I'm, I'm feeling a little more confident in myself. So I try with a three-year-old. And I say her name, and I say, hey, so I think I need new ass. Because mine's got a crack in it. And she just stares at me. She doesn't say anything for a long time. She just stares at me like three-year-olds do, right? And then she, With the cutest eyes in the world. Those big old doe eyes. And she's just staring at me, and I'm sitting there wondering if she understood what I even said. And then she just looks at me, and she says, I don't have a penis. And then she crawls under the table and crawls away from me. And I'm like, I don't understand what just happened. I tell her a dad joke, and she just informs me that she doesn't have a penis and runs away. And it was like, I know. I'm aware, okay? All right, I, I'm aware of this. I didn't need to know that because I already knew and I didn't need to hear about it. My brain literally just went to kindergarten cop. Right? <laughs> you think they made that shit up? Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. <laughs> I don't know if she had just barely had this revelation and just barely learned this and decided that, that was the moment to, to show that's the, that was that's, the moment That's her that she, debut of the word. That was the moment that she showed off like, hey, so guess what? I don't have a penis. What do you do about it? And I'm just going to sit here and be like, ah, uh, good for you, dude. You know? I don't know what to tell you. I mean, have fun with that, I guess. I don't know. God. No, you've that's... Got, you've, you've, you've got a long time before that really becomes, really matters at all. Okay, no, I'm done with this conversation. I'm so glad I don't have any baby girls. Stupid. I mean, panis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's going to be a little bit of a gap in there because your boy Turtle had a little bladder issue and I really had to pee. And <laughs> you see it's funny because it's got a little bladder. <laughs> <laughs> see, and we can still make shit funny. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So again, we still haven't fully introduced. We've just been riffing. And this is what happens when I 
I feel we've already had this discussion a billion times. So yeah. this isn't anything new for us where me and Vito can sit there and we can talk for just hours. And this is what I'm wanting catching up with Turtle to be where you guys can start meeting some other personalities that are not just me. And not from New York. Fuck. I don't know why you guys give such a problem for New York. I have employees from New York. They're fine. Then what's the problem with me? You're from the wrong part of New York. The, what, the ghetto? Is that what you're trying to say? I was talking about New York City, but... I'm from the Bronx. Which is a borough of New York City. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. I'm from where J-Lo is, okay, bro? Do you have a problem with J-Lo? I like J-Lo. Oh, but you don't like me. Well, yeah, I don't like you for different reasons. <laughs> J-Lo makes never mind. I'm, ne I'm not making any bad jokes. J-Lo makes good music. You make shitty music. Yeah, because I'm sure that's why you like J-Lo. Yeah, pretty much. What about Mar Where's Mariah Carey from? I don't know. Now I'm actually, for some reason, I'm thinking she's from New York. She could be. You know what? Let's I mean, her, her mother was an opera singer, when, and New York's kind of the hotbed for it. And her dad, what did her dad do? Her dad was, I think he was also a singer. I'm pretty sure he was an entertainer of some kind. Yeah. I think he was, he might have been like a Motown singer, if I recall. Motel, hotel, holiday inn, that's so not the words. And when Ryan Carey's mother was yeah, opera. Nope, born in Huntington, New York. I don't know where the fuck Huntington is. Upstate? It's gotta be. No. Located on the North Shore of Long Island. Long Island. Oh, so that's technically still, yeah. She got she got the Long Island vibe. All right. Yeah, I know how much you love Mariah Carey. Oh yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, Vito is a overly obsessed Christmas person. He has a weird obsession. Oh yeah, dude. I was I'm, on a podcast once specifically for the purpose of ranking the best Christmas songs of all time. All right. Wait, songs or movies? I was a different podcast. I did movies. Too. You've done both. Yeah. <laughs> he was just telling me how he did the top. 40-something. 65. Top 65 Christmas movies. Yeah. And right. Elf is apparently not number one. Okay, so... Elf was number two. You know what? What's your number one? My number one? Um, I would have to say nowadays, when I was a kid, it was Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Right? Oh, see, I don't have any respect for you now, but go ahead. I love that movie. Um, but now as an adult, my favorite Christmas movie is probably either White Christmas... Uh, with Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. It's a classic. Classic, brother. Okay. Or maybe you... The Christmas Chronicles is great. I love that movie. Um, that was really a really magical movie. Um, the Ref's a good movie. The what? The Ref. Have not seen that one. It's hilarious. Dennis Leary basically uh, takes his family hostage at Christmas time. <laughs> but the family is like, they're so, they're fighting each other and they're so pissed at each other about something that happened right before he took him hostage that he ends up being a psychotic referee, basically helping them fix their shit while he's holding them hostage. It's hilarious. And it's Dennis Leary being Dennis Leary. It's basically himself as a mobster. <laughs> Fucking great. God, that sounds like an idea that I had this last Christmas because yeah. my family had some drama go on and oh, I yeah. started thinking, I was like, you know what? Let's come up with a little skit idea where it's a family Christmas party. Yeah. And there's all this tension because there's always one sibling who wants to take all of this drama and make it just more than it needs to be. Be over dramatic. Yeah. I'm not going to explain the whole story, but my idea was like, you know what? What happened if I just gave my family just 
all acid without them knowing, <laughs> stuck them in a room and let them figure their own shit out. <laughs> Somebody would die. <laughs> Can't do that shit. That's why I didn't do it. Okay, like all jokes aside, I would never do that to my family. But just like the thought of it, Jesus Christ, let them go on their own spiritual journeys to figure their shit out. There you go. Very meta of you. Very what of me? Meta. I thought you said someone else's name. No, meta. Okay, I got you. Like meta, like meta world peace. Got it. When you've done so much fucked up shit in your life and you have to change your last name to Peace. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What was it? The Malice in the Palace? Oh, my God. So anybody who doesn't know what we're referencing to, there was a basketball brawl that happened over a decade ago where I'll there was a that. fight that happened on the court. And then one of the guys, his name was Ron Artest at the time, yeah. was laying on the announcer table and some someone in the crowd threw a beer at him. And he ended up going in the crowd and beating the shit out of this fan. And it just started this whole brawl in this palace. Yeah. Isn't and then he ended up changing his name to Metal World Peace because he was a peaceful guy. That was, that was, uh, that was more than 10 years ago. It was like 20 years ago. Dude, dude art, I don't want to talk about it. That, the makes, art, the art that test. really depresses me how long that's been. The art test, formerly known as Ron. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, ESPN was a great, it was a great time to watch ESPN. Dude, that's when ESPN was entertaining because oh. we didn't have social media back then. Oh, yeah. No, so we couldn't out, see any of this shit. You found out about the stupid shit just by watching Sports Center. Yeah. Oh, God. I miss watching Sports Center for reals and not oh, just yeah. having to be not like. I love Okay, that. if we're not aging ourselves right now. <laughs> well, we're, we're, I, I think they've guessed by now we're in our 30s. I, we've already said it, so it's fine. Yeah. We're, Vito, we're not old, okay? We're not 40 yet. I'm old. You're not old. You're not 40 yet. Dude, I threw my back out sneezing. I'm old. Okay, but you're also a pro wrestler. That's you, true. You pro wrestlers get injured way easier than anybody that I know in my life. You know, you know, Martin literally tried hugging his dog and threw out his back. Yeah. So here's the thing. The injuries, the real injuries, are harder to come by because we're trained to get hurt less. <laughs> but you guys but have the, the stupid injuries. shit. The stupid shit that goes wrong, and it's usually not very severe, um, <laughs> except in the case of Kazaus. There's a few Kazaus injuries that are pretty damn out no, there. But how he gets them done well, is he, the most ridiculous thing. He, he freaking blew his ML, MCL yeah. doing a drop kick that he's done a thousand times before yeah, me too i've never even come close to straining my mc on a drop kick no he broke his ankle walking across the ring once no getting out of the ring i was getting out of the ring yeah it was when he rolled out yeah wow. we talked about that on our episode wow. we're talking wow. about the tough enough episode where wow. he shattered his ankle he rolled they were doing a shit now i can't a, a pin drill yeah and he got pinned went to roll out and as soon as he rolled out and his foot hit the ground shattered yeah and that's how all of his injuries have gone. Yeah, it's, he hasn't he hasn't actually been hurt like doing like getting hit or having someone body slam him or something. Or, well, always... no, just doing stupid things. Like we've seen Trey, Tony, Kev, mm-hmm. all of these guys. Like Will and Paco are kind of the exception because I have seen them hurt themselves doing stupid shit. But for the most part, it feels like most wrestlers end up getting their serious injuries doing the simplest things. Yeah, I, I mean, you. I, I, I almost saw I you almost like. I um, I actually thought you blew your knee out. At I was doing photography for a show, and I'm pretty sure it was some kind of rumble. 
Oh, yeah. No, I got the story. Yeah. I got the story on this one. Um, we're in a, um, it's called the Rocky Mountain Rumble. It used to be an annual event that would happen here in Utah. We don't do it anymore. Um, the anniversary shows. Yeah. It was, no, yeah. no, it was in June. Was oh, June. no, that's right. It was its own thing. Yeah, it was, yeah. Its, own, it was its own thing. And um, basically, it's like a Royal Rumble, essentially, except for indie wrestlers. And so for and, all, all, everyone who doesn't know wrestling, a Rumble is basically where there's a bunch of people that are in the ring. And to eliminate people, you have to throw yeah. people over the top rope yeah. and they have to hit the ground. Yeah. And it's, it's similar to a battle royal, which is the same rules. The difference is a battle royal, everybody starts in the ring at the same time and then it's just chaos. A Royal Rumble, two people start and then every like 30 seconds, 60 seconds, whatever, you, whatever the whatever your time is, um, somebody else comes out until everybody's gone out and everybody has been eliminated except the last guy. So I come out. Um, we're, we're wrestling. I'm, I'm beating people up in the corner, you know, standard, standard rumble stuff. And I go to charge a guy, and he basically does what's called a low bridge, where I charge him, and he uh, ducks out of the way by dropping down to the ground, grabbing the ropes, and pulling them down. So I can't grab the ropes to stop myself and stay in the ring, so I go over the ropes. Well, he lets go of the ropes at the exact wrong moment, and my feet get caught up in the ropes somehow. And I lawn dart straight down to the ground. I see the ground coming. I actually somehow did like an inverted twist where yeah. my face is facing out of the ring instead of under the ring like you'd expect. I see myself going straight to the ground, and I do a sit-up in midair to stop myself from dying. And then I get caught up in the ropes. The ropes hold me for a split second. The lace on my boot breaks, and my boot gets, slung gets slingshotted into the crowd, and I landed on my back on the concrete floor. And I'm just sitting there staring up at the ceiling like, well, we're still alive. Don't know how the hell I survived that. Because three, I was 300 and I was easily 350, 380, somewhere in that ballpark at the time. No, that was your bigger time. And it yeah. was towards your beginning. Oh, yeah. It was pretty early on. And I think it was also right after your first injury that you had. I think it was the stomach one. Possibly. But so, I remember I, I was in that corner on the outside taking pictures. Oh, yeah. And I saw everything happen. What happened was you, I think what you were trying to do was get thrown over the rope backwards and turn how most no. people kind of do. No, I was I was straight up going straight forward. Then I don't know how you turned around because, yeah, you, no you were completely backwards. I, I saw it and I went to go catch you. I almost fucked my mom's camera up to go to catch you and your foot literally you're the back of your knees on the top rope mm -hmm. and your foot is on the second like under the second yeah, rope. I was wrapped around. that's all that caught you yeah and i remember you hitting the curtain before hitting the concrete mm -hmm. but it was that was one of the scariest moments i've ever yeah. experienced because it wasn't something you were purposely doing so there was no way for you to no. prep yourself i've seen other people do stupid things but there's still ways to protect yourself wherein if you wouldn't have gotten caught in the ropes, you would have fallen flat on your head. And being that heavy, oh yeah, probably would have just snapped your neck. Yeah. So uh, watching the footage, I would have, I had sit, I had sat up in midair just enough, just enough that I probably would have landed on my right shoulder and probably would have blown my shoulder out at, at minimum, blown my shoulder, yeah. maybe still would have hit my head because I got a big ass head. Now that's not the stupidest injury, and I didn't even get hurt from that. I was just sore. No, that one was just a scary one because I remember seeing your face as soon as you got caught. Like, I saw your face as shock of like, oh, I'm not dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the way the story is told is in the locker room at that promotion, it was UCW Zero. Um, we actually had a, a, a camera set up 
that fed into a TV in the locker room. So if you're in the locker room, you could watch the TV and see what's going on outside. Yeah. Now that view was barely where I was in the ring was barely outside of the view. So all they saw me do was go out and go and, and go straight down. They couldn't see that I managed to land on my back. So apparently in the locker room, one of the boys goes, Oh my God, Vito's dead. And one of the officials that works for the place goes running out, sees me lying on my back, sees me moving around and goes, okay, he's not dead. He's not, not dead. dead. He's moving. Yeah. He's moving. <laughs> he's moving. The crowd's not freaking out. We're okay. And, um, that was an accident. Like, like I wasn't even supposed to be any kind of like feature in that match. It was very early on in my career. This is right after I had just recovered from my first ever wrestling injury. I tore my abdominus rectus, which your abdominus rectus is the lowest abdominal muscle you have right above your groin. It's the Sorry, one... I'm laughing because I love this story. It goes straight across. Like, you know, you got, if you have like a six pack or an eight pack, there's that split. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but well, you, I can imagine. You've seen a ripped dude, right? Yeah. He's got like the, the six muscles or if he's super ripped, he's got the eight muscles. Yeah. Well, there's a ninth muscle underneath that goes straight across. It doesn't have that split in it that goes down the middle. Okay, I know it's yeah, it's right above the groin, and that's the muscle that I tore straight across, long ways. And how did you do this? I was doing a front roll, which for those that don't know, a front <laughs> roll, yeah, for those that don't know, a front roll, which is a a basic wrestling maneuver, basic. Okay, it's the first thing they teach you when you go to wrestling school, is a front roll. It's a somersault. It's a somersault on the ground. Okay, you basically you lean forward. You roll over on your back, and then you stand up on your feet. You're essentially a roly-poly. It's Simple. literally like, yeah, you put your hands on the ground, put your head down, and you just push you with just, your legs, you and just, you literally you just, just do a roll. You just roll forward. It's nothing. It's like it's like in combat maneuvers when you, when you see a dude just like jogging, jogging forward or, or marching forward, and he just rolls forward and stands back up on his feet and keeps going. Same thing. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's the same thing. So I was doing those. And I was doing other kinds of rolls, back rolls, quarter rolls, whatnot. I started learning how to. I started learning how to take bumps. Which, for those who know, a bump is when you, is how you land really hard on the ground, take a high speed impact on the ground, and reduce the damage of the impact. That's how wrestlers are able to get body slammed without dying. Basically. Well, it's the same thing that stunt people do. Yeah. Like when you watch fighting movies or any kind of fight scene or anything like that, when people hit the ground. They're actually hitting the ground mm-hmm. pretty hard, Very hard, but they're landing on a certain way where it's mostly on their upper back and their shoulders. And most importantly, your chin is tucked. So you're yeah. not hitting the back of your head, Yeah, but it still looks like you're taking a spill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, we're hitting the ground harder than you would normally when you fall down, but it's, ne- it's necessary to hit it harder so that we can hit it right and, re- and basically spread out the impact. So no exactly. single point of our body hurts more than anything else. So I'm doing front rolls, right? It's just a it's just a movement. And after a couple of days of this, I'm feeling sore. And I get more sore. I get more sore. And then one day I wake up and right across the bottom of my belly, there's this giant bruise. And I go to work and I'm talking to one of my coworkers about it. He's like, Vito, you need to go to the hospital. I'm like, I don't need to go to the hospital. And he marches me up to my boss and he says to her, he's like, so Vito's got a giant bruise across his belly. And she's like, oh, why? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, it's really bad. And she's like, that's internal bleeding. You need to go to the hospital. No, I got work to do. No, you're going to the hospital. I've got your meetings. Don't worry about it. You're going to the hospital. And then they did an ultrasound and I tore my abdominus rectus. Stupidest injury I have ever had. It seems like the majority of people 
that I know wrestling, that's what happens. You guys just do the simplest things and that's all of a sudden where someone gets hurt and it's not the stupid shit that you guys do because again, I've been telling you guys, you need to go out to a wrestling show and see what these guys deal with in person because it's definitely a lot more impactful than ever watching it on TV. But some of these guys do some stupid stuff. Trey does what, a 450 splash? Oh yeah. Where essentially he does two and a half rotations and lands on someone on his belly. Oh, dude. Constantly. Dude. Every every show, that's he, one of his main moves. He's never hurt himself on that. He, he did that to me once, and he slipped coming off the ropes. Because basically the, the splash, he's basically standing on the corner of the ring, and he jumps off, and he hits that move, and he usually lands I feel perfect. like I remember this, yeah. Yeah, he slipped, and one, he over-rotated, and two, he's off target. So his ass lands on my head. He's supposed to land on my chest. His ass lands on my head. Somehow I was all right. From and that. that, and see, and if you would have broken your nose from that, totally respectable. Oh but no, no. It's... Hey, for the record, my my nose, my broken nose. I got my nose broken wrestling one time so bad that I had to have it reconstructed. Um, and that, it was from the dumbest shit. It was from a crossbody. However, it was a Burt Reynolds crossbody. So a dude jumps up off the, off the corner of the ring and does a Burt Reynolds pose in midair and lands on me. And I caught uh... him. I caught him wrong. And when some when someone's jumping on you and you're going to cat you're going to catch them so they don't like take your fucking head off, you do a gator grip, one arm over, one arm under. That way yeah. you can pull them into your chest and you just take the impact to your chest, which still hurts a lot, but they don't land on your head. Yeah. I had both arms under. So he hits me, I land, and then and he, he bounced off my chest and then bounced onto my face and then yeah. bounced off my face. Okay. And then a twelve thousand dollar surgery later. I um, he loves throwing that twelve thousand dollars out. I got a new I got a new nose. Um, if you believe Kim Kardashian that she's never had a nose job, I have more had more nose jobs than Kim Kardashian. The bullshit she has had nose because jobs. of wrestling. I'm not I'm not refuting or supporting. <laughs> I'm just I'm just, I just saying, want something above Kim K. I'm just saying, per Kim Kardashian, she's had no nose jobs, so I have had more nose jobs than Kim Kardashian. All right. Oh God. But yeah, wrestling injuries. There's a lot of stupid ways that they happen. There's some legit ways. Cody Rhodes last year, he had that huge hematoma on his chest where he tore his pec. Oh, yeah. He was just working out. He was just doing bench press. He wasn't wrestling when that happened. Just doing simple shit. Uh, yeah, people hurt themselves in wrestling for the stupidest reasons. Actually doing wrestling stuff, most of the time, that's not how we hurt ourselves. Some guy some guy like shows up to a show and he can't move. It's because he got in a car wreck. God. It's stupid shit like that. It's insane. I don't know. All I know is I've gotten partially concussed from your brother kicking me in the head. Oh, yeah, this story again. Yeah, no. Turtles, we don't have to we don't have to go through the full story, but Turtles Turtles glory story. Listen, I only get hurt every now and then, okay? Because I don't wrestle. Now every, I just do every, stupid shit. Did I tell you that Martin Stream? So follow Martin Casaus. Or twitch.com Martin Casaus, I believe is the link. Twitch.com slash um, Martin Casaus. Yeah, you all you all heard Vito. Um his stream was asking him to go through a table of th- with thumbtacks. Oh Jesus. Unless he's like, no, and I was like, I'll fucking do it. How much are you guys gonna pay Martin? So apparently now I'm just that's gonna be my gimmick because I'm just gonna start doing stupid stunts. You know what? For the show that we're gonna be doing. Any other videos? I'm just, you know what? I need to catch up with you guys. And, and, and you know, I'll do a, I'll, I'll do a hot take here. Um, this is why. This is one of the reasons why I don't have a whole lot of respect for deathmatch wrestling, 
stupid shit like that, going through a table with thumbtacks or barbed wire, that stuff's not inherently dangerous. It doesn't do major damage to your body. It just hurts. That's all it does. And it looks cool. And actually, you know what? Thumbtacks don't even hurt that bad. It's just the thought. It's the fear, right? So people act like deathmatch wrestlers are so tough because they do this shit. Eh, not really. It's just they know that they know that it's not going to kill them, right? So, you know, and then occasionally they will do something really stupid and get, like, cut up a broken glass and have to have surgery, right? But the, the thumbtacks thing, I think it's just dumb as hell, personally. You it's know like I, it, I see someone take a bump on a thumbtack, and I'm like, oh, eh. If it makes my boy money, it makes my boy money. And I mean, I've never makes, experienced I mean, I mean, it. it. Apparently, it, again, apparently I'm a masochist, so. If it, if it makes yeah, we've determined that. <laughs> I didn't know you were a physical masochist, too. I guess I know what to get you. I'm guess, emotionally and physically. I guess I know what to get you for your birthday. Jesus. We're going to take you to Wendover. All right. We're going to take you to Wendover. We're going to pay a couple of daddy doms to show you a bad time. It's going to be great. Okay. <laughs> I'm not down for that. That's something that's not going to be acceptable. As, I'm only. Com- as soon as we stop recording, he's going to say, I am so down for that. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Vito? <laughs> if you're not there, maybe. I'm not doing that in front of you, though. No, 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 no. my no. own personal time. No, you, no, can go, you can go gamble how, or go to the titty yeah, club. Yeah, here, here's how it works. You, we, we, we go to the place, I pay them to do it, and then I leave. I'm not going to be watching. Jesus Christ, because I'm not into that. <laughs> Why would I watch? To make sure that, that, that you get to my money's sure worth? To make sure that it happens and I'm just not all talk. <laughs> to make sure that you get my money's worth? Is that what I'm doing here? No, I'm gonna I mean, dude, if I were you, I fucking would. I'm gonna do th- I'm gonna do that. Trust that they do the right thing and go hit the blackjack tables. All right. Well, I'd rather just go play blackjack. That's that's masochism right there. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that's my game? Actually, actually it's not even it's not even poker, it's blackjack. I, I usually do okay because I hate myself. I usually do okay at blackjack. We were at Binions a couple weeks ago in, on Fremont Street. We, we we cleaned up pretty well. We did pretty well. It's dude, I think it depends. One, it does depend on the table, dealer just momentum and all that i went up to before bailey moved to georgia we went to wendover for a trip with josh to go we were going golfing yeah the next day and we went golfing got super windy only played nine holes on our way to leave um met up with levi because he was at a table and he was saying it was hot mm-hmm. so i go up there with 100 bucks i ended up leaving with like 300 and something yeah and then lost 150 of it to slots because i was that dopamine was just telling me to keep fucking going yeah that's the but it was that was the easiest i've ever ran a blackjack table because it was just all it it was just so simple you see you see anything a five or under you like you you understand how to play blackjack it was just like you played by the rules and it was all just paying off oh yeah and you also don't take the advice of the dealer because even if she's being he or she or the being dealers super nice, weren't talking. That was the weird thing. And then I went to a bathroom. That's Fremont. Oh, that's why you go to Fremont. They'll they'll talk to you. They'll chat. They'll actually be friendly and whatnot. I've actually never no lies. I did go gamble a little bit, and I lost Fremont. I lost a hundred bucks in, in, in literally like twenty minutes in blackjack in, at Martin's bachelor party because I in, went to the one casino that's on the top right. When you get to the middle, I can't think of what the name is. I can think uh, of the sign. The it's nugget? the wider LED sign and everything. Oh, uh, there's the Nugget and there's Binions. There's the California. I think it might have been the Nugget. 
I've never had $100 taken away from me so fast in my life. Yeah. Well, so like when I gamble in Vegas, I I pretty much exclusively gamble on Fremont Street because it's it's a more relaxed environment. The The dealers will actually have a conversation with you. You're not sitting there again, like talking, you're not sitting there with Stoneface who's just staring a hole in you as you're, as you're doubling down. Right. So they'll have a conversation with you. So it's actually a pleasant experience. But I will say that the last time we went, we, we were down there for Versus Pro. We, we wrestled for uh, the Level Up Expo for Versus mm-hmm. Pro, which is a, it's basically like a, it's a geek convention. They have like anime, gaming, all kinds of cool shit like that. And so it's a fun, oh. ad, it's a super fun convention. I think Fan X, but more focused on gaming yeah. and, and stuff like that. I did not know that's what the Level Up Expo was. Oh, yeah. No, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a really good time. And of course, we did wrestling while we were there because, you know. And um, so after the weekends, after the wrestling's over, we went out to Fremont Street, we went to Binion's. And we're playing uh, blackjack. And over the weekend, we were there a few days. I ended up down $6. Now, this is after tipping every waitress and tipping every, every dealer that we worked with. And I still was down $6. And this is, after, this is after getting like a dozen free drinks, too, over the course of the weekend. <laughs> I mean, so I think I won, right? <laughs> That's down 6 bucks. I'll take it. Well, me and Bailey were talking about it because she – I was talking to her about – when it comes to gambling, yeah. anytime I go anywhere and mm-hmm. I gamble, I have a certain amount of money that I set out and yeah. it's entertainment money. Oh yeah. And my whole purpose is obviously I do want to leave mm-hmm. with more money than I spent. Yeah. But if I end up spending two hundred dollars gambling on mm-hmm. fucking two days, you're 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 on vacation. You know what? I it was entertainment. It's the it's the budget. You're blowing money because that's what you're there to do. It's it's, it's in the budget. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's no different than spending fifty dollars to go to the mob museum or whatever while you're down. Or there. You go go to right. some show or shit like that. Like yeah, yeah. Sometimes I would rather go and sit at a blackjack table for six hours than go to a show. Yeah, yeah. like I don't need the dopamine that you get from it. It's just yeah. gambling's fun, but I've never gotten in trouble with it. I went to Vegas you- with a guy who's he'd lost like two grand in the first like three hours he was uh, there. Yeah. No, I, he could not stop. And I was just like, holy fuck. I used to go to Wendover. And for those who don't know, uh, Salt Lake, we're in, we're in Salt Lake. And just a couple hours west of here is the, the eastern border of, uh, of Nevada with Utah. There's a town called Wendover. It's like a little town where they have some casinos and some resorts and whatnot. And there was a guy I used to go to Wendover with all the time because it's only two hours away. And he claimed that he had a foolproof way to win at craps. <laughs> now, Anybody who says that with craps is lying. First of all, there is no foolproof to weigh, win to weigh any gambling game. Otherwise, they would stop letting you play it. Right? And he had a fucking gambling problem, and he doesn't live in Utah anymore. And that's, I'm assuming, part of the reason. But, you know, it, so, like, people that have gambling problems, that's a different thing. But if you don't have a gambling problem, gambling can be fun. It's just, it's just a different form of entertainment. It's... Yeah. It's, it's, it gives you a dopamine release that other things obviously do for other people. But again, there's a difference from just going and having fun and then people who just have a problem and want to get rich from gambling. Cause I'll tell you right now, no one's getting rich from gambling unless you become like a professional poker player or unless you're incredibly lucky or incredibly lucky. But even then I guarantee anybody who wins a good amount of money from gambling they're putting it back into the casino. Yeah. Well, they like, wouldn't, they couldn't, if someone wins 50 grand off a hundred bucks at a casino, they're not walking away with 50 grand. Well, I know somebody, they're going to be putting a lot of that back in. I know somebody that hit like a $12,000 jackpot on the slots once. And at that point, the weekend was over because it was like, I'm getting the fuck.
fuck out of here. It's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's probably the right decision. Just get the fuck out of there. Take your 12 grand, pay off part of your student loans and, and, and go to bed, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. But yeah, Vegas is fun. Vegas is fun. I, I like Vegas. Yeah. I mean, we're pushing on an hour now. Probably should be closing this out soon, but we didn't even go through half the shit that we were right, talk about. So you're gonna have to end let's, up. let's 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 do some stories. This is an introduction of Vito, and we're gonna uh, have to have a part two. The, the big steak, Mont Vito. Oh God! So no, let's close it out with boy who looks like Bobby story. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's do this one quick. I mean, so. Essentially, the setup because I'm going to let Vito tell this full story, oh. and I might I might dig in because I don't know some details that he's going to remember. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though actually, no, you were sober at that point. I was pretty sober that most that night. Um, no, most of that time frame because like, there's a different story we'll tell next time where um, where I had my early 20s or my mid 20s moment where I was like, you know what, we don't need to be drunk every weekend. Exactly, and you know what story I'm talking about. It's one of your favorite stories to fucking tell people. It um, is. And uh, so we'll tell that next time. But this is after that, when the point where I had finally reached the point where I was like, you know what? Being drunk doesn't appeal to me that much. And I also want to be able to drive. Exactly. So I would have like a drink or two usually and be done for the night. Um, with rare exception, another exception you saw recently, um, yeah. <laughs> which which was nothing but a reminder to me that, you know what? Vito doesn't need to drink that much. He doesn't Vito, need to Vito go needs to, Vito needs to have a drink or maybe two drinks. And just chill and hang out with people. Some people can drink all night and be fine. Vito? No. Uh, nope. I feel personally attacked with that one. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's something you're better at than me then. So and, enjoy that shit. It's, and so basically, this is just a, I think maybe it was after a show. I don't know why we were hanging out. But this is, this is just one of the houses that we, this was just one of our hangout spots. And. It was a weekend or a night that we were all just hanging out with the boys. It was a Saturday, I remember that. It was, yeah, no, it was definitely, definitely, definitely a Saturday because I wouldn't have been drinking like that on a, on a Sunday or maybe a Friday, but no, I'm pretty sure it was a Saturday. It was Saturday. Basically, we had this couple. We're, we're not going to say any names or anything like that, but we had a couple let's, come over and we... Let's, let's call her Melanie. Brad and Melanie. Yeah, let's call them Brad and Melanie. Not Brad is one of our favorite people in the world who... Rest in peace, Brad. Yeah, right. No longer with us. <laughs> um, unfortunately, no longer with us. But one of our favorite people, we always loved hanging out with him. However, the girl that he was with, kind of a... She's interesting. She's just one of those attention-seeking, needs to be the center of attention people at all times. And then when she drinks... Which she was a bad alcoholic back then. Yeah, it was where I actually don't even remember a time that I saw her sober. I I do. I I saw her sober a few times, but um, see, I don't remember a time, and maybe the the drunk times are typically it typically didn't last long. Yeah, like she would come over. She would start sober and then just very quickly they would come over sober, and he would chill, and she would you know go ham. So anyway, go ahead and tell the story. All I remember is that he ended up passing out. Oh, yeah. And we were trying to just have our boys night. And she was being very annoying and oh, yeah. following around and being touchy on people. Yeah, yeah, and we were just yeah. literally moving from yeah. room to room to the garage. Oh, yeah. And she would literally find us anywhere we went until. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and tell so, your side of this. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 Brad and Melanie come over. Brad is um, 
they, they've already started. Um, it's it's kind of it's not late into the night, but the night's been going for a couple hours at this point. And Brad and Melanie started somewhere else and came over to finish the night over there. Brad's already gone. Brad's had enough. I'm pretty sure they took an Uber or some shit to get over there, or a cab or something. Yeah, no, um, they did not cause drive because they, they were they were already they were already pretty much gone. And Brad, when when Brad would get drunk, that's it. He would go to the couch and he would lie down and you know just go to sleep. Right, simple. Melanie, on the other hand, uh, when she would drink, she would get um, hyper. Now, so it's 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 just a group of us. It's it's, it's Dave on. It's myself. It's my brother Bobby Jackson. Um, Echo was with us. Yeah, Lee Nitrous was with us, and we're all just. Oh, Lee was there. Yeah, and uh, Kazals was there. Um, yeah, yeah, they were there. They went to bed early. That's right, because we were, were still there. living at that house. Yep. That they were the, they were the ones who invited them over, actually. Yep. Because we were just having a boys' night. Yeah. And um, so but they went to bed, and so it's just it's just the 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 five of us just you know chilling around the kitchen table, just talking. I think we might have played some cards, hit the hookah, whatever. Um, because hookah was a thing we did back then. Nope, that no? was past the hookah. That That's when hookah we were day? all vaping. Oh yeah. The hookah wasn't. Yeah, no, it had been years before then when we were really hookahing. Oh well, anyway, so. We're all just sitting around the table, just chatting, telling telling wrestling stories as wrestlers do. Um, and plus, Dave was just sitting there telling not wrestling stories, not wrestling he stories. Was, and this is typically what we do when we yeah. hang out: is we yeah. can sit around a table, just talk, and just talk, literally yeah. just shoot the shit. Maybe maybe play some music, maybe play some video games, or watch whatever. But we were just hanging out. We're just sitting there talking. And Melanie would come in, and she was sloppy drunk, just super yeah. drunk. And she'd be like, she'd be like uh, rubbing all over me and being like. Being like, you wish you could have this, <laughs> and I'd be sitting, I'd be sitting there going, I'd be sitting there going, Melanie, you need to go to bed, all right? Like it's it's like seven p.m. or some shit like that. It wasn't late. No, it was it was it wasn't early in the morning, but it was definitely later at that point. Yeah, well, it was like it was like um, maybe nine or ten p.m. or some shit like that, or eleven p.m. It wasn't late enough for someone to be sloppy drunk not it that was, sloppy and let it me was tell particularly you, early Vito is not a patient person no. I have never seen him be that patient with someone that I thought he was gonna blow up on oh my god immediately well because so, you were being nice you were just was, like we all were yeah like I'm like I'm, I'm just trying with her because I know she's she was having a rough week yada 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 I'm trying and so I'm like giving her water and telling her okay go lie down go lie down with your man sleep it off all right uh, just trying to be nice and she like she would uh you know be trying to get people's attention she went to nitrous and like did the whole like shake her boobs on his face bullshit oh and, yeah yeah and he's and he's just got this look on his face like what is happening what's happening and we're like melanie go to bed just go to bed please it's time it's it's too late for this shit and because um, we're just trying to have a boys night we're just trying to just chat with each other and if she was just willing to sit down and just chat with us she would have been welcome. Sure. Yeah, it wasn't even just a boys' night. We were just trying to relax. We did yeah. not want any drama. We had we just finished dealing with yeah some, some another other, drama some that other, we're not bringing some up. Other girl drama we're not going to talk about. But, but it was just that same thing where it was just like we love hanging out with yeah. the girls, and most of the girls will just sit and just just be chat. part of the boys and yeah. just chat and yeah. just but, bullshit around. But but, she, but she's in full on woo girl mode, right? Woo girl. Yeah. Yeah. She was in she was in woo girl mode. All right. So like she would take a shot. Which we weren't giving her shots. I don't know where the hell she was getting. No, alcohol. she was taking shots without us. Yeah, like she's just she's just going over the bottle and taking shots. And I'm over here sober, right? Because I got to drive. And she would take a shot and go, woo, like a literal woo girl, and <laughs> and just you know, 
And she would run over and like mid conversation, just start doing shit or, or saying shit. And like, she was saying some pretty insulting shit too. Like she would, um, she would insult our manhood just because we weren't paying attention to her. Oh yeah. And, no, that's what, she, that's what she did with me. Yeah. Because I was, so I specifically, because I've had my own issues with Melanie. Yeah. Before. I think more than all of you guys, just because Probably. I've experienced her more than anybody else. Probably, yeah. And there's a lot of things that she's called me or just like, has just treated me like shit. Uh -huh. And so I was avoiding her. Like, I wasn't even giving her, like, I wasn't even being nice that night. I was just giving her the cold shoulder. Yeah. Until she called me out on, I can't remember exactly what she said. It was something along the lines that like, there was, there was some... I am a piece of shit because like, some... I want the attention all on me. And I'm just desperate and creepy. She was, she, was and, she was literally describing herself, but saying it about you. And that's when I, dude, I sobered up quick oh, and dude. I snapped back at her. And that's the only time I've ever gotten that mad at a girl. Yeah. Because normally, well, normally I will just let crazy girls be girls. There's someone else that we could talk about. Like I, oh, I yeah. will, I, I will. Just, and sorry, it's not just girls. Other people, like people who can't handle their drinks or get to a certain way. Like that guy with a shot collar. That's a story we'll tell next time. Yeah. That fucking or, guy. Like for Landon, I love you, buddy, but you, you're, you're a terrible drinker. <laughs> we got, we got Landon's stories. another one though. Like when he gets overly drunk, I cannot deal with him, but I also don't attack him. And he's also one that's had his had his moment, like I did at one point. Exactly. Where eventually you realize, you know what, this shit ain't worth it anymore. Exactly. Apparently, Melanie never had that moment. I guess. She hasn't. So, but but no. So like, it degenerated from her being annoying, and we're just being patient. We're giving her water, saying, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't take that shot. Maybe just drink this glass of water because you're gonna you know, make you feel better in the morning." We're being good guys. Like we're trying to be nice. <laughs> we're trying, and we're not nice people. All right. At least I'm not. But we're trying. We're, we're trying to be empathetic and shit. And then it, it, it very, very quickly escalates from annoying to mean. She starts being insulting. Like she's calling me fat, which it's true, but you don't got to point it out, right? Um, she's going after Davon, basically describing herself while trying to insult him. All this shit. And it comes to a head after I've already yelled at her at one point. Um, I remember you, know, you getting had... mad. And then it was when I snapped yeah. at her. Yeah. And I went on full blown, like, are you fucking kidding me? You've been yeah. trying to get every guy's attention. You've yeah. been rubbing up on everybody. Nobody wants to give you attention. And yeah. we've been nice to you. Like, I just went off on her. And all I remember after that point is you and Bobby both turning and looking at me, be like, bro. <laughs> Well, so before this like, point, good for you. <laughs> before this point, you know, we're trying to be nice, and it gets to the point where it's like, all right, maybe if she can't find us, she'll leave us alone. Because she's that drunk. She's that drunk that like she'll that if she loses track of us, she'll probably be like, oh, well, okay, I guess I'll go sit down and right, you know. So we're thinking maybe that's what's going on. Maybe maybe that's what we'll do. So we leave the room. We go outside. We go to the. Well, we, we go outside of the garage. We, I remember the garage. This this went around the around the horn like eight Jesus times. Christ, yeah. We no, went we outside. Actually could go a bunch of places. We went outside. We went to the garage. We went to the kitchen. We went to the dining room. We went to one of the bedrooms. We went to the basement. All right? We went everywhere. And she kept fucking finding us. And we're trying not to be mean. We're trying to be respectful and just, okay, super sloppy drunk person, 
drink your water, go to bed, right? And she kept finding us. And it gets to the point where at this point, it's like, you know what? Trying to migrate and leave isn't working anymore. So we're just going to ignore her. We actively said that while she was ranting some shit about aliens at us. All right. And. Oh, God, I don't remember that. <laughs> and uh, it got weird. Um, and so she's over there and it comes to head. Dave on already yelled at her. I've yelled at her. It's bouncing off of her. We're rubber and she's rubber and we're glue, all that shit. And we're just ignoring her. We're, we're having our conversation. We're, we're, we're giving our favorite, our favorite quotes about some wrestler who says funny shit. I don't know. But she's over in the other room. She's on the couch finally. We've won. She's on the couch. She's going to go to sleep. We've won. She's, she's <laughs> on the couch. She's going to go to sleep. We can enjoy our evening. It's great. Because her boyfriend's been on the couch asleep for the last like four hours. All right? She's on the same couch. She's about to go to sleep. We've won. And all I see out of the corner of my eye is I see Frazzlehead, all this hair. She's got morning hair. It's evening. But she's got morning hair. <laughs> Just pops up over the edge of the couch. And then this hand comes up over. And she pulls herself up over the top of the couch. And she looks over. And she's just staring. And I'm like, don't, don't acknowledge. Don't acknowledge. Don't acknowledge. And we're just talking. And she's like, hey. 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 Hey, you. You over there. Hey. Hey. Listen. Boy. Boy who looks like Bobby. Referring <laughs> to me. Because my brother Bobby is basically, we look almost identical, except I'm just a lot bigger than him. Like I'm They're I'm, both bald. They both have the same face, pretty much. You have the same face. You have the same beard cut yeah. as well. Uh, Bobby's is a little more prominent than yours. Yeah, you, is, you keep yours more sculpt, but it's yeah. just like Vito is literally just a bigger version of yeah, Bobby. I'm I'm a taller, buffer, fatter version of Bobby. Basically. I won't say buffer, but you fucking kidding me. <laughs> you fucking kidding I me. I feel like I want to start some shit now. <laughs> There's a gym in the next room. I'll show you some shit. Anyway, um, but the point oh, is, giggity. he he refers me he refers to me as the uh, the Hulk version of him, right? Which kind of okay. kind of follows. And so there have been times where like people who didn't know my name were trying to get my attention. They would call me Big Bobby, right? Tommy, yeah. Tommy Purr back in the day until he finally learned my name would call me Big Bobby, oh, right? Yes, Tommy. Which with Tommy it's endearing, right? I love when Tommy. Tommy says that kind of shit. It's funny. It's when Melanie, however, starts going, boy, who looks like Bobby, the mood shifts because I'm like, are you fucking kidding but me? But the thing is, though, we all died. Yeah. We kind of, we kind of left Vito Every... in, we, we left him in the trenches taking grenades at that point yeah. because like we all just died at that because it yeah. was so genuinely said. She wasn't trying to make fun of him. She nope. really was just trying to like figure out his name or whatnot. Yeah. And her drunk ass just, that's what came out of her mouth. Well, and yeah. we were all just like, you no, know, no. Bobby was just like, that's fucking perfect. No, Davon's on the goddamn ground laughing, all right? Everyone's losing their shit. I'm over there like, you've known me for two years. <laughs> and you forget my name and call me boy who looks like Bobby. They're dying. They're losing their shit. So finally, the mood, the mood finally lifted at this point. Because she said something funny. And I'm just like, God damn it. All right, that's a little funny. Maybe, maybe, maybe the night will go better. And I don't remember. But at some point, it gets to the point where she's on the couch. 
and we could just hear her in the background going, hey, she's passed out and she's still trying to talk to us. And none of what she said all night has really been generally coherent. Like they way overindulged. They shouldn't have come over. They drank way too much before they came over and they should have just gone to bed. But no. No, that that's not who they were though. I know, but but yeah, so the, the whole thing comes to a head when it's boy who looks like Bobby. And henceforth I have been known to certain people as boy who looks like Bobby. <laughs> and let me explain a little something something to y'all, all right? I am four years younger than Bobby. My entire life, I have been Bobby's little brother, okay? It doesn't matter that right around the time I got to junior high, I was bigger than him. It doesn't matter. I've always been Bobby's little brother. When I moved to, when, in, in Idaho, where we grew up, when I was playing football in high school, I was Bobby's little brother, all right? When I moved to Utah, toward the end of, toward the end of college, <laughs> I started hanging out with all the wrestlers, and Bobby had already been here wrestling for a couple of years, and I was Bobby's brother. Bobby would introduce me as his little brother. So I, and then the wrestling fans, until, until I established myself as my own goddamn person, the big steak monkey, you know, all right? They would call me Bobby's brother because they knew because I look exactly like him. There was a guy, there was a guy, I was at Casals' wedding, all right? And there's a guy, you know who he is, I'm not going to say his name. You know him, but we hung out with him like two weekends ago. But, he sees me. We hadn't met before. I'm, I'm sure we've met, but we hadn't really hung out before. And he's like saying how big of a fan of me he is and yada, yada, yada. He loves my wrestling. And he's like, yeah, man, I saw you working with so-and-so down in Vegas. And I was like, I don't remember this. And he's like, yeah, you do this. And, and man, when you hit that jumping neck breaker, which is a move that Bobby does, it was the greatest shit ever. And then you hit him with the black hole slam. And I was like, and that's Bobby's finisher. And I'm like, this motherfucker thinks I'm Bobby. Son of a bitch. My entire life, I have been boy who looks like Bobby. Oh, my God. I and just... it, it took me until I was damn near in my 30s to establish my own identity as my own person. And this lady comes out of nowhere and just brings it all <laughs> fucking back. All right? Melanie, piss off. Oh, God. I'm trying to think who <laughs> you're talking about. You're gonna have to tell me off air. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you off air. I don't. I just don't want to say his name on air. I don't want to be. Cool no, which is fine because the funny thing is, no, I remember hearing. I remember hearing the neck breaker, but oh, again, I also was on a lot of shrooms that weekend. That's, that's Jesus. That's not. That's not the only time. That's not the only time I've gone to other cities and wrestled, and the promoter thought I was Bobby. Okay, it's happened before, and they're like. Well, you guys not... need to do the. Do you like, guys need to do the twin switch videos dude, where you do go to a show, booked as Bobby, and dude, see how long you can get away dude, with dude, it. Dude, it's just like me and Andrew Sowell. All right, so with <laughs> Andrew Sowell, I our faces look nothing alike, but we have the same general build, right? We're about the same height, same build. We're both. You saying they're both fat? Well, yeah. Um, I think my sorry that was that that was more that was more a cut to so well because go fuck yourself so well. I think my shoulders are more broad than him, but other than that, oh, hundred percent they are. Other than that, we're about the same build, right? So well has shoulders of a teenage woman. I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> we're about the same build, and so we even did the clone thing once. We wrestled each other in uh, at a charity show a few. I want to say like six months ago or something like that. 
We had a match. You, you weren't there. You weren't there. No, it was, it was not like, there. It was a spot show we traveled for. It was a charity show. And uh, so we wrestled each other. And the crowd was into it. We're just doing – it was an easy match. We just called shit on the fly, yada, yada, yada. Well, at one point, I'm throwing him back into the ring. We're on the outside. We brawled around a little bit. I'm throwing him back into the ring. And apparently, uh, the photographer caught a snapshot of me pushing him back into the ring, and my hand was on his ass, pushing him back into the ring. And he catches a snapshot, and I get a message from Sowell a few days later, like, hey, don't make me me to you. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened? I see he sends me the picture, and it basically looks like I'm smacking his ass, right? Oh, God. I send this to my sister, and here's where it gets funny. She says to me, she's like, why is that a picture of you grabbing your own ass? And it's because for years up to this point, when we were in the same promotion, I was basically Sowell's clone. I was either Bobby's brother or Sowell's clone. And after all the all this time, my sister, who knows nothing about any of this shit, pays it off by seeing a picture of me grabbing Sowell's ass and says, why are you grabbing your own ass? <laughs> so, yes, my entire adult life, I have either been Bobby's brother or Sowell's clone. And I'm sick of it, damn it. And fuck you, Melanie. We're bringing it back. Fuck you, Melanie. <laughs> god damn it. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I think, fuck, we're almost at an hour and a half. There no, are I'm, some things I'm, I'm going to have to cut out of I'm, this episode. But... I'm, I'm sure you'll cut the, sh the cut, cut the shit where I was funny and leave all the shit where you were funny and, you know. No, we're just going to make this the most boring podcast in the world. On top of, I don't even know how much my mic's been working this whole time, so we're gonna... Is this gonna be an hour and a half of me just talking and, like, in the background, just quietly... <laughs> no, dude, I'm loud enough that your mic's picking me up, too. I well, yeah, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be in the... Working most of the time. There's gonna be that goddamn New Yorker Davon laugh, where it's like... <laughs> my Seth Rogen... Leave my Seth Rogen laugh. Oh, I love Seth Rogen. I don't know. Don't compare yourself to Seth Rogen. I am. I've got a Seth Rogen laugh. <laughs> What the fuck? Okay, I'm done. Okay. Vito, I appreciate you being on. All right. I'm going to need to bring you on. Yeah, we got said, There's going to be certain people like you, Landon, and Bobby that one episode's not going to be enough. There's... I am going to need to have you guys on for multiple hours because there's just, we're talking, like I said, eight to 11 years of history. And there's like four stories we specifically had discussed telling on the podcast that we didn't get to. Yeah, this is what happens we, on our first time when we're just kind we, of ripping. We got to Melanie. That's the story we told. We told, we told that the, was the main one, though, to be honest. Well, that's true, but we didn't tell the WrestleMania story. Um, we haven't told the uh, the Heart Attack Grill story. Um, or the, or, the, oh, or the drive home from the Heart Attack Grill story. God, no. That's a good do, story. We need to talk about the Bachelor Party altogether. So, you know what? We might have to, I might just have to have you back on. Either before or after WrestleMania, just in tribute of WrestleMania and talk about our WrestleMania stories. You can do a retrospective of, of Kazalis' bachelor party and bring different people who are there and give their perspective of how the weekend went. Like Vantage Point? Yeah. Like that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Like like I had like I had a great weekend. Now the last night some shit went down, but other than that, I had a great weekend. There's some people that thought the weekend was a bust. And Gazales is having a great ass time, which is kind of the point of the oh, weekend, God. right? It was all about him. It's his weekend. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't start shit. I should have beaten someone's ass that weekend, but I didn't. I you started. I started some shit. I you tried to start some shit, but you held your. You, I stopped. I was proud of you. Well, well, well there's a, a person. Kind of yeah, blitz, blitz. No, he didn't. Blitz isn't someone to he, fuck with. He didn't threaten me. 
he kind of just he kind of just put me in my place. He kind of he kind of told me exactly how much of an asshole I was being, and it was like, oh shit, all right. But you had a right to be an asshole. Okay, he, yeah. See, he, he calmed me the fuck down is what he did. I'm gonna have to bring Vito back on, but I hope you guys enjoyed this shit show of an episode. Um, like I said, we didn't plan a whole lot when it came to this episode, other than a couple of stories. But when it comes to me and some of these guys, it's really good, just gonna come down to we're just gonna be riffing and catching up with each other, which is what this podcast is supposed to be. So yeah, I appreciate you all being here, Vito. I appreciate you being here. Premium subscribers get access to the gag reel, which includes me singing Little Orphan Annie. Oh, no, that's going on for all. That's going on for everyone. All right. I've got actually a special surprise for that, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you again. I love you all. Plugs. And... Plugs. Fuck, I do got to do plugs. Yeah, we got plugs, dude. So, Vito, where are you at? Where am I at? Uh, give, give us your socials. You can find me at uh, on Twitch, L underscore Montvito. I never do my own shit on Twitch. I always do other shit for Poultry Pops. The Twitch Twitch.tv slash Poultry Pops. Poultry as in chicken. P-O-U-L-T-R-E-Y. Ah! Pops. P-O-P-S. Poultry Pops. We do D&D on Fridays, and sometimes I'll pop in for some of their other streams. Um, you can also find Instagram, TikTok, uh, Latino Digital Squad. You can find both of us on there. So there's that. And then your, your um, socials are just... Uh, pretty much L underscore Ma underscore Vito pretty much everywhere. Okay. Twitch, okay. Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we do we do some funny TikToks sometimes with the with the Dive Wrestling boys. And then, of course, you can find me at Dive Wrestling, Ogden, Utah, every month at the OMG Live Entertainment Center. And then Lucha Libre, Utah, Centro Civico Mexicano in Salt Lake once a month. Um, and then various other wrestling venues. And also, don't forget about um, if you guys have any questions, concerns, reviews, anything you want us to talk about, make sure you're catching me on Davon underscore Turtle, as well as The Hero um, has their own pages as well. And they're the ones who's running all of this. They're the one who's posting and presenting. Um, so make sure you're listening to The Bump Card. Our other podcast, Slightly Agitated, where me, Brian, Sowell, just three idiots, fucking just, we end up just shooting the shit about different things. Brian had a really good episode about asking random questions to us, and turned out really good, even though, again, I wasn't the shit show this week. So, again, uh, make sure you're thing. everyone from Be Hero, and here at Catching Up With Turtle. And once again, Vito, thank you for coming on again. And as you guys all know, let's fucking go.